Hi, I'm Jackson. I'm Lauren. And this is Who It Up, the Mass Singer and Dancer Podcast. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Who It Up, the Mass Singer and Singer Podcast. I went singer and singer this time, because if you didn't know, if you're living under a rock, if you're living under a shell, which could apply to multiple of our contestants tonight, (laughs) then you don't know that the Masked Singer was back. But the Masked Singer is back if you are not living under those things. I don't know if I said that right. Yeah, the Masked Singer is back. The Masked Singer is back. I'm so excited. Yeah. 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 We have a lot to talk about. We, we have do. a whole lot to talk we about. We do. We have some disagreements here on this podcast. Oh, we do. And we will get to it soon. How yeah. Actually, we won't get to it soon. That's going to be the last thing we talk about. However, we still have a lot of things to talk about. This was the season premiere of season five, the fifth season of The Mass Singer. That's right. That's delightful. It was a really good opening episode, I think. I thought it was a great opening episode until the end. All right. And we'll get to it. I'm sure yeah. you know kind of what we're talking about if you have watched the episode. If you don't, you should probably watch the episode first. You probably <laughs> should watch the episode because we're going to talk about all of it. Every single bit. Every single tiny, teensy detail. But first, first off, if you're joining us for the first time, you know, since this is a new oh, season. Welcome. Hopefully, welcome. Yeah. Uh, basically, we are a recap show. We talk about we the mass singer. We talk about all of our predictions, all of the judges' predictions, all of everything. The and clues. The clues and our banter is fun. I think. Hopefully. Hopefully they'll bring us on. At, yeah. Maybe we could be guest panelists at some point. Aww. If we got be big fun enough someday. Yeah. So someday. if you want to work to make us big enough, true. We would really appreciate it if you would give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. Yes, and Lauren is gonna check if we have any more reviews, which we I might not because it's we've had a hiatus. It's a new season. We yeah. we get it. We get it. Yeah, but uh, if you haven't and you like this, go on, give us five stars, give us a rating and a review. That really helps us move up the charts, gain notoriety, knock on the door of the mass Singer, be like, hey, we hey. exist. <laughs> uh, while Lauren is doing that, also follow us on social media, please, uh, at whoisthatpod on Instagram and Twitter. Ooh, wait. Oh, oh. my gosh. Okay, uh, so we got one, uh, looks like on Monday. Oh, Monday. Um, And this says... um. They so they asked a question for us to potentially answer on our preview episode, which we did on Patreon. Um, so they said, "My question is: Would you rather have zebra win the mass dancer or white tiger win the mass singer?" <laughs> um, I will answer zebra winning the mass dancer. A couple reasons: one, uh, I am not as invested in the mass dancer. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Um, but also, too, I think Zebra was closer to being good at dancing than White Tiger ever was <laughs> at being true. good at singing. White I'm Tiger sorry. was so off-key. Yeah. I mean, I think Gronk is a really fun guy, and I think Austin La Jolla was really fun on exactly. The Masked Dancer, too. I think, like, while White, T- White Tiger might have been a little bit, like, more fun, I think... Fun and skill combined, Zebra is far. Yeah, and I, I think we definitely saw some improvement from Zebra over I agree. the course of the season. He wasn't doing just as much flailing yes. by the end. Correct. There um, was a little more specific movement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I'd rather have Zebra win the mass dancer, at least at yeah. this juncture, like where it's that's a much smaller show yeah, than the mass sure. singer. Wouldn't be as big of a deal. Um 
And yeah, yeah, we really appreciate your review. So thank you so much, Cloud Fury underscore 42. Thank you, Cloud Fury underscore 42. We really appreciate We appreciate you. Yeah. If you want to be like Cloud Fury, we'll read your review on the air. We promise. That's Because right. at this point, unless we get like a million, but we don't think we will. Uh, yeah. But we'd like to be pleasantly surprised, so please do it. Yeah. Uh, also, um, we have a Patreon. We do, and we actually did put a preview episode on there for this season. Yes. Just a rundown of, you know, what's different about this season, all the different costumes. Yeah. Uh, and just, like, our preliminary way too early predictions. Yeah, and I think it still scans because, you know, obviously we still have half of the contestants to go through. And, you know, some of our guesses might not be too bad. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's good. Um... All right. Yes, Patreon linked in our description. All of these things will be linked in our description if you have questions. Yes. Okay. Uh, I think those are all of our big things. I'm oh, follow Lauren us on social look. media. Who I is that pod? That. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let's jump into it. So, uh, Mass Singer season five, guest hosted for now by Nisi Nash. Yes. Uh, what did you think of Nisi, Lauren? I thought she was so fun. She was great. I think she's really fun. Yeah. You know, and I like. I think that she has a very comparable energy to Nick Cannon. I agree. You know? I think she she fit right in very easily. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I mean, she definitely inherited the uh, being Ken's parent. Yeah. Which is a little weird. It was weird <laughs> when Nick did strange. it. It's also weird when Nisi Dash yeah. does it. But, but you, know, you know, it's, it's, it's fine. It's part of the charm, I guess. It's part of the show. It's what we got. Point. Yes, ma'am. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I have I have a couple just overall notes. Uh, I was typing this as we right as we're about to watch it. My excitement is overflowing right now. I am watching the Pepsi commercial before this comes on, and my heart is beating so fast. <laughs> we got a Pepsi commercial on Hulu. We for did. Us. We did. Uh, uh, yeah, they. She really made an entrance. You know, like they yeah. had some cool dancers coming out, and then they carried her in on a throne. Yeah, that that was great. Even before that, though, they did like the little circus themed yeah, promo, that was the really fun. the video package, which I really liked. Yeah, I thought I thought it was a lot of fun. And you it know? looked like in that video package they kind of hinted at the wild card contestants and it they looked did. like there were five silhouettes. Yeah. That's what we that's, that's what, what it felt think. like. One of them was a whale. I saw a whale. Yeah. A whale or a shark or something. Yeah. I think whale probably makes more sense since we just had a shark on Killer whale um, maybe. Ooh, maybe. Since ooh. we just had a shark on the mass dancer. Yeah. But I could I yeah. could not pick out anyone else. However, I'm sure they'll show them again. I I thought I, I saw something that looked like it had like antennas or something. I don't remember. I think you're right. So, my guess for those Wildcard contestants, we have to get at least one every other episode, right? At least, because if there are five and there five. are only ten actual contestants, yeah. I mean, that's only like eight episodes. Yeah. You know? Well, actually, now that I think about it, the if they do have wildcard contestants, like, if someone is supposed to get out and then they have to fight for their lives against a wildcard contestant, that will make it even, Right. Well, so like, so I I thought that what was happening is that person would still get out, and then the wild card would come in to potentially take out another contestant. Oh, really? Is that what it was? That's what. That's the impression I got oh, from reading the article. Interesting. The Entertainment Weekly article. Uh, credit them. Et. But yeah. No. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's ew. <laughs> ew. Ew. But well, anyway, I I kind of hope. Now that I say it, that it's my way because that would prolong so they can the season fight for their lives. Well, yeah, it would prolong the season. You're Cause, right because that would make it like. 15 but I mean, that would add like yeah, that would add a lot. I mean, then they might have to do some double eliminations and stuff. Yeah, you know. But I mean, I feel That's like still... that it would be roughly comparable to like the past couple seasons they've had. That's true. Because what we had like 18 contestants last time, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, so I I think I'd be okay with it. 
Yeah. Or no, no, no. Personally. We didn't have 18 last time. I think we had 16 last time, but we had 18 the season before. Yeah, 18, 16. This would be 15. I guess. So yeah, still, that's true. still, still less. So yeah, we we got a little glimpse of them. If you got a better glimpse and you had like, oh, there was a a wildebeest, there was a rhinoceros. Yeah. Let yeah. actually wait, we've already had rhino. Let rhino us came know back <laughs> in our iTunes reviews. Yes, please. Uh, we got a little preview of Cluckadoodledoo. I so I thought Cluckadoodledoo was gonna be like all over the stage. Like, I thought he was going to be just everywhere. It's a little different than what I expected. Well, yeah, because I well, with the costume, he kind of looked like a jester or something. So yeah. I thought he was going to be very showman-y. Yeah. Not like, I hacked into the show. And he know? did. <laughs> that, that was his vibe. He was a hacker. Hacker vibes. Which was fine. But it, it is it's... interesting that we're getting some clues that the panel supposedly doesn't get. Yeah, with like the ones at the beginning. You now, mean? granted, their guesses aren't always great. So yeah. I, <laughs> for sure, you know. And we didn't get a clue for him, did we? He said, watch out for no, clues for me. No, all he said was, uh, we didn't I'll also one. point out some that the judges missed, like yeah, this one. Like the bratwurst. Yeah. But we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to it. Uh, Let's do, we typically do a Nick Cannon outfit rating. True. Let's do a Nisa Nash outfit rating. 10. 10 out of 10. Yep. 10 out of 10. Gorgeous, beautiful, yeah. dynamic, It was awesome. It, was a, it wow. was a really cool jumper. Yeah. I liked it. All right. That well, was easy. jumpsuit, <laughs> not a jumper. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, That was easy. That was easy. Moving on. Um, I like the little mass cigarette tour bus. Yeah, it's so cute. It was very cute. What they did for their first impression car. guesses. Yeah. Yeah. It was very sweet. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh oh. Creepier costume. Russian dolls or snail. <laughs> snail. Really? No, I'm saying Russian dolls for me. The Russian dolls are kind of creepy, but I think that the fact that the mouth moves makes it fun for me. And like See, the no, second one that makes it worse around, for me. That, I don't that, know. I think it's fun for for me. If I if I had a unique experience where I saw each of them in a dark room, I turn around, <laughs> I see snail, I'm like ah, but then I look closer and I'm like oh, that's cute, whatever. I turn around and see Russian dolls, I still go ah, and then I look at them harder and I'm like ugh. <laughs> You know, I mean, I guess with Russian dolls, there are two of them, you know, so they might corner you a, a bit intimidating. Than the snail. I can't tell who they are, what their body type is. How am I gonna? How am I gonna? You know, defend myself. I guess. I mean, you who can't knows? tell what snail's body type is either, but yeah, but <laughs> I could probably push snail over a little. Well, I don't know. Russian dolls might. No, Russian dolls are not top heavy. They're probably bottom heavy. Just Russian the dolls. Way well, snail's definitely more bottom heavy. Yeah, but he's smaller. Especially as we found out. But we'll get into we'll that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, all righty. So. So I think Russian we Doll. Yeah. First performance. Uh, when they came out, I think maybe we'll do performance then clues, but I'll just do that yeah, one clue we, when they came out. We like to do that. Yeah. Of uh, Russian Doll um, can have up to 15 replicas of itself. Yes. Um, so that definitely came into play in the performance. We did already kind of know that uh, Russian Doll was actually going to be Russian Dolls. Yes. With two of them, because uh-huh. we actually saw um, a clip that was posted on the Mass Singer's Instagram yes. of both of them singing Shallow from A Star Is Born. And I thought that was what we were going to be seeing tonight, but mm-hmm. instead it was Man in the Mirror by Michael Jackson. Yeah. And uh, they were great. Yeah. So, yeah, let's 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 dive into to, uh, their, their performance. I really enjoyed it. I think it was... Up there with the best performance of the night. I agree. It was very strong. Uh, they sang well together, too. They absolutely did. They harmonized great. really well. I think this is a group who has probably been together and, and done this a lot. Jeez, what would make you think that, Jackson? I don't like the way I'm being treated right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't trying to be I mean. I don't like it. 
I don't oh. like it. Anyways, uh, good good song choice. Great song by Michael Jackson. Yeah. And they sang it really well. And I feel like a hard song to sing. I don't know. It's high. Oh, yeah. If you're going to like the world, a better place. Yeah. You know, they, hey, they, maybe that's something that our uh, eliminated contestant would have done well. The high voice. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but yeah, I thought they both did it really well. They handled a hard song really well. They did. I'm excited. I wonder, like... There's obviously limited mobility in the costumes. Yeah. So I wonder if well, that is going to Well, the small one definitely has a little them. bit more mobility with like the hands sticking can, out and they, the feet. Yep. They can stand. They can stand. <laughs> and move a little bit. It's just, I think it's going to be interesting to see, you know, because we, we like a good overall performance on this show. Yeah. So, and, and last season, I feel like our closest dancer that we had was Crocodile. Yeah. So I, 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 no one has stood out yet as a big dancer so far. So I'm wondering if Russian dolls have that potential. Maybe they could shed part of their costume as the, True, rough, as the nesting up. doll, yeah, sort of implies. So I think it'll be cool. We didn't see that with our other duo last season where we thought they were going to come out of their shell well, and they I never did. I think they did. planned on it, but. <laughs> yeah, didn't make it far enough. But hopefully, and I think they will, Russian dolls will make it far enough to yeah. experiment. Yeah. So yeah, shall we jump into Clue Package? We shall. So. Like Lauren said, the cludle doodle do, cludle do, it's just one do. Okay. Cludle do, I that was for me, not for you. The cludle do clue, I guess. Cludle do clue, a Russian doll can sometimes have fifteen replicas of itself. Clue package. Russian doll said they have been doing their own thing for quite some time. The visual clues included. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I love uh, the first episode back. <laughs> no. <laughs> Russian dolls said they've been doing their own thing for quite some time. The visual clues included a misfit toy store sign, a container of milk or creamer. Okay, so it was milk or creamer. Breadsticks, puppet strings, boxes with the word office and recycle symbols, a boat helm, a Garden State Highway sign, and a bench that said coming to a country near you soon. Russian doll spoke of being the hottest toy in the world until other new toys came along and filled the shelves and they were thrown aside. There was also a, a train, like the Polar Express. There did was you a train, that? like the Polar Express. I did not. Um. Yeah, that as well. Yeah, I don't know. So the Garden State, obviously, that's New Jersey. Um, yes. Yes. And you know, as as the judges mentioned, that highway also goes through Philly. Um. So there's that. I honestly, I don't think I have a better guess than their boys to men guess because I yeah. think they some of the judges guessed like. You know, man and woman duos, but based on that think... shallows performance, especially because I could see someone thinking that from this performance. Yeah, but from the shallow performance, I think it's definitely two men. I think it is too. I would definitely agree that it's probably two men. Um, the fifteen. I wonder what that fifteen could mean because I think it's significant. I don't know. Yeah, fifteen replicas of itself. Well, <laughs> my my first thought. Somebody I heard, have fifteen brothers. I heard replica. I then made the leap to replicant. Like replicant from Blade Runner. Yes. Harrison Ford and Ryan Gosling. Because in Blade Runner 2049, they were they were connected. I mean, it's I don't not that. think so. It's but, certainly not uh, that. Interesting through line. Yes. Yeah, I was thinking maybe 15 replicas of itself could be maybe like number of Grammys wins slash nominations. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's a possibility. I don't know if Boys Two Men... Or to have any... like, you know, songs that broke the Billboard Top 100 or whatever. Yeah, or... it, could, it could be a lot of lot of things like that, I think. Um, yeah, they, they feel... Hold on, 1, 2, 3, Here, 4, let me 5, look 6, up. 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Oh, come on. 
What fifteen? What fifteen nominations total? They have for four wins. Yeah, I think that's it. It could be. Now it could be a lot of other things. Fifteen Grammy boys, wins. two men. It also feels like it feels too simple that they would guess them immediately. <laughs> I mean, you're but, right. But who you knows? Right. They're they're from Philly, so kind of around that New Jersey area. Probably the Garden State Highway probably goes through Philly. I would guess. That's what they said. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's a good solid guess to start off. One thing that they I might actually be misleading us for sure. Exactly, but... and I think they might be. One thing that I actually really appreciated about this episode and what I think this ep- this season is going to be structured like. They did. There were no gimmies. I don't think any clues or anyone was like, oh, I know who that person is immediately. Yeah. I think they're doing a much better job than the mass Dancer, is yeah. what I'm saying, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, another thing that's really interesting about Russian dolls, we have no clues about body type, height, anything like that at all. Yeah, definitely interesting. And so... I think maybe we have a little more clues about height with the smaller one. I guess. But yeah. it's still hard to tell if it's, they're like even shorter than it's that. It's still super hard to tell. Yeah. So, yeah, that those are Russian dolls. I'm really excited to see more. I imagine probably the next time they sing is going to be shallow cuz like I don't think it they seems would wait weird too that far. They give us a clip from yeah, like multiple episodes cuz yeah. I mean like I'm sure, you know, we all knew that they weren't getting out tonight. Yeah, exactly. Like we knew they were going to be here at least one more day. Yeah. But yeah, I think it would be a little bold to especially since there is definitely some other solid talent in this group yeah. to put it even one more episode in the future. Yeah. And so by the way, if you don't know what we're talking about, the mass Singer on their Instagram released a clip of Russian Dolls singing. Yes. And that's how we knew it was, uh, uh, we thought it was two men, and I still think it is. Yes. So. All right. Shall we move on to Snail? Uh, we'll have to skip Snail. Ah, uh, you're right. I forgot about that. We Never will have mind. to. We will have to skip Snail a bit there. Yeah, he's he's a little slow. He has to catch up. He does. He does. So while we're waiting for him to catch up, we'll move on to our next contestant. Also who, in a shell. Also in a shell. <laughs> our this was our shell week. Our shell group. Seashell. So Seashell, by the seashore, sang "Listen to Your Heart" by Roxette, and their "Cloodle Doodle Doo." By the way, was "No shells are the same." Cloodle do, not Cloodle doodle do. The Cloodle do clue. <laughs> yes, Cloodle do clue. What did you think of their performance, Lauren? I thought they were good. I think they were definitely holding back. I think it's clear that they can do a lot more. They sounded very Broadway to me because they were yeah. very mixy, yeah. had really solid diction. Um, like it, it sounded like someone with musical theater training trying to do a not musical theater genre. Yeah, it was. Th- I agree that they f- they felt nervous at the beginning. I agree. Because they were a little shaky, but they were very strong by the end. Yeah, and they did say, you know, I haven't been on stage in forever and stuff like that. Yep, 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 yep. And this was the one where we really closed in on the Bratwurst clue. Yeah. Which which I guess we'll talk about in a second. Um, But yeah, I I mean, I think they, out of this group, it's going to be hard because we have two really strong contestants. But I think they're up there. I yeah. think they're they're easily top three in this group. So I think I don't know if they're going down to a super six like they've I done in the so. past. Yeah, but I think if they if we do, then Seashell's definitely making it. I agree, and I again I still think as well that Seashell definitely has more to offer than what she did here. I agree. I think this was her you know first week playing it a little safe. Yeah, yeah. You know, holding your cards close to your chest. I'll say. If anyone's going to get eliminated, or if anyone's going to be in the opportunity to get eliminated by a a new, what are they called again? Wild card contestants. Wild card contestants. I think Seashell is in that running. Not because she's bad. I think, I think Just they- Just maybe not quite as impressive as a couple of the other people. Not quite as group. impressive and potentially not quite as consistent. But That's once fair. again, we saw one week. I don't know exactly how Seashell's going to be, 
But, you know, we'll see. Interesting. We'll so see. let's get into some clues. Shall we? All right. So she was pulled by the tide. We saw something that looked like a bratwurst or a hot dog with relish on it. Yes. Um, we saw a chameleon. Not necessarily the chameleon that is on this season. Um, not like in costume or anything. Just but general. Just a chameleon. Yep. There was a sandcastle, uh, a tsunami of success. Yes. A cowboy hat. Yep. A broom, potentially a witch's broom or like the broom of the sorcerer's apprentice. Yep. Um, and then there was a green bell. And they said they haven't sang in a long time. Yes. Anything uh, to add? Let me see. Um, she said she was always adrift and never felt grounded until she found peace by the shore. Yes. Um. Um. Yeah. I did th- use tsunami of success. I did say that. Yes. Okay. Which is broom. Uh. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I one thing I did notice right off the bat. This is such a random thing, and I'm sure it's not important. Please. But who knows though? <laughs> okay. So towards the beginning, the waves they were kind of like look like cardboard, right? Okay. Yeah. And it reminded me of the DVD menu screen that had those waves. Of the original series of unfortunate events movie with Jim Carrey. Okay. Um. So I so just this wonder. Is Jim Carrey. No, I just okay. wonder maybe if this could be the girl who played Violet in series of unfortunate. Who events. did? Do you know? Let me look it up. Because I say yeah, something. I don't know. I think that that is interesting. One thing that it reminded me of, which is odd, and it's definitely not it. For some reason, the sea and this doesn't even make sense. The 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 shore that they showed reminded me of a scene in Princess Bride, the scene where they fight. The sword, the sword fight scene. Oh, sure. But I, I don't think that's it. But I just thought it was interesting. Um, so one of our housemates, William, as we've mentioned on the show plenty of times, guessed that this was Laura Bell Bundy, which I think I is think a pretty solid guess. guess. Laura Bell Bundy, if you don't know, she was on Broadway and Legally Blonde and also uh, was a country singer, uh, but has not released music in a while. So I think that could be interesting, like talking about that. My only hesitation with that is, like, she last released music, I think, in either 2013 or 2015. The way she was speaking, it's been, like, a long time. And so, I I just, I don't know. I just, I, I feel like it might be too, I don't know. This person feels, like, even less of a singer than Laura Bell Bundy. Sure. But the bell really makes you think <laughs> and like uh, some of the other clues too the cowboy hat because she became a country singer a witch's broom we said she understudied for Kristen Chenoweth and wicked right uh that's what somebody said i think yeah uh, Blake might have said that. somebody said it uh, the hot dog i don't know if someone has a clue as to what that hot dog specifically means let us know i don't know if it's a specific type of hot dog it looked more like a bratwurst i don't know bratwurst like i i just don't know I just don't know. You yeah, found it? Yeah, so, yeah, I guess Violet Baudelaire was Emily Browning. I don't I, think she's uh, done a ton, though. Yeah, I don't so. know. Big sad. I don't know. I mean, that was just, like, pure vibes. It looks like like she has a good bit of credits, but nothing I've really heard of. Okay. Aside from that. Then probably not her, but we'll yeah. see, I guess. Oh, well. But, yeah, I mean, I do think Laura Bell Bundy is a good guess. You know, someone Brock. who got her start on Broadway, was a country singer, hasn't really released a lot of music recently. Yeah. And yeah, has that bell. Yeah. I thought for sure they were going to guess Kristen Bell just because of the bell, but I guess not. Yeah. Um, I also, they also guessed Hilary Duff, which I think is a solid guess because, you know, she has yeah. pursued other things from a career perspective, not so much music. Yeah. Um, I also looked up, just because it was a bratwurst, you know, Germany, I looked up German celebrities. Um, Kirsten Dunst showed up on that list. Yeah. I have no idea if she can sing. But I feel like the vibe matches. 
Yeah, I, I was looking it up too because brats, you know, they, they are relatively known, I guess, in, in the US. I mean, duh. But they're, they, you know, they're popular in a lot of the, what Wikipedia was saying, the uh, North Midwest area. So like Wisconsin was the big one, they said. However, okay. they also mentioned places like Minnesota, Ohio, and Laura okay. Bell Bundy is from Ohio. Okay, not bad. So that that could be something, maybe. But yeah. I feel like it's a little bit of a stretch. But it is a little bit of a stretch, especially since that was the clue that was highlighted by that was Google. highlighted. I don't I don't know what that. Because I feel mean. like it would be weird if they highlighted it just to be like, "Hey, brats are popular in many states, including Ohio." And yeah. this person's from Ohio. Like exactly. that feels like a big stretch. It does. So I don't know. I wonder if it could have something to do with like. I don't know if it's a brat like. Or, or maybe if it's a hot dog, something to like in a film or something to do with a dog. A brat, a brat who like was in a brat, Bratz, like the a brat doll. I don't know. <laughs> um, Bratz the movie, anyway? or I don't know. Like there was relish on it. Like I don't know what that could mean. Yeah, um, there's a lot of things, which is why I like it because we or don't someone know who, who it was is. in like maybe a movie that had like a state fair in it or something sure. like that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. A lot, a lot of guesses. Laura Bell Bundy is what we have for now. Yeah. No two shells are the same. That cl- that quote sounds familiar. I know it's not with shells. Well, but right. I mean, or, no two snowflakes. Yeah, no two snowflakes. No two. I are the same. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to think if there is like no two people because I feel like Laura Bell Bundy obviously is most well known. I mean, I guess a her country music and B for playing Elle Woods in Legally Blonde on Broadway. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I was trying to think if there was anything even remotely, like, Legally Elle blonde. Woods sure. related, and I couldn't really think of anything in yeah, the me package, neither. to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't know. I think her voice sounds a lot like her, though. I think, again, this is someone who probably has a lot more to offer than what they did here. Yeah, I agree. We got room to grow, for so, sure. So, yeah, I'm excited to see what she does. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll see her for many more episodes. Hopefully, yeah. So, excited to see you do more, Seashell. Blow our minds. Boom. All righty. Let's move on. They had a little cludle doodle do intro cludle clue clue doodle do cludle doodle do clue doodle. I don't know, man. Okay, I don't know. They had that chicken do a little bit of stuff. <laughs> and he hacked the show. He hacked the show, but he didn't really offer anything besides highlighting that brought clue and kind of just introducing himself. Yeah, he said hi. He I'm, was like, "Oh, and can you guess who I am?" Hi, I'm and the I chicken. Said, well, no, because your <laughs> yeah. voice is disguised, and, and we have you no haven't clues given us you. any clues whatsoever. <laughs> so thanks, Mister God. Anyway, dumb chicken. <laughs> um, yeah. So next we have the raccoon. The raccoon. All fun. Right. A very fun contestant. Ah, uh, yes. So let us talk about what. Do, so uh, we I haven't, say, what thing we haven't really talked about the costumes, and I know we said we were going to talk a little bit oh, more about the right, costumes. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um. Well, first of all, Let's, I want to say I would only really seen a blurry picture of Seashell up until tonight. Um, it was. It they, was really cool. Yeah, it was one of the ones they didn't like officially announce. Yeah. You know, till the end. Um, yeah. Or you know, like up and up before the episode actually aired. Um, so I actually really like Seashell's costume more than I thought. The only thing yeah. I don't love, which you mentioned earlier, is that, yeah, yeah. There, are, there are lips on the costume, but then you can see, like, their chin moving below yes. where the face ends. Yep. So that's a little odd. It's, uh, I don't like it. I'll just say it. I but don't I like think it. this is the costume, 
you know, out of this group that definitely lends itself the most to movement, to dancing. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping that they do something with that. Yeah, and I think it'll look good dancing too. Yeah. Like it's got the little flowy sure. thing in the back that'll that'll be fun. Uh, we sort of already talked about Russian dolls because we said they were creepy. Uh, I um, think they're interesting. They are interesting, and I'm, I think there's a lot of opportunity to do things with their costumes. Yeah. You know, like yeah. potentially pop out of them. No, yeah, I'm interested to see what kind of innovations they've built into these costumes, but if they haven't built in anything beyond the mouth moving, I guess I I would be a little disappointed. Agreed, agreed. Um, So yeah, now let's talk about Raccoon's costume real quick, I guess. Still great, I love this costume. I think it's so much fun. I think it's really fun. Yeah, unfortunately we're not going to get to see it a whole lot more. (laughs) I thought we were not going to see it after tonight, but we'll get to that. I agree, I agree. So yeah, let's talk about Raccoon saying wild things. Well, saying is... That's a strong word. Uh, (laughs) Yelled wild things? uh, Groveled wild things by the Trogs. So we already kind of tipped our hand a little bit. What did you think of Raccoon's performance, Lauren? Um, Jackson, I thought it was terrible. (laughs) Well, Lauren, Cloodle Dew said raccoons are known for being sharp. All right. So he's he's sharp up there. Maybe that has something to do with like the knife we saw in the clue package. I don't know. That is true, because that was, we did see a razor blade. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Anywho, any honk. Uh, yeah, this was rough. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was just like the rhythm was off. He wasn't singing. He was. To be honest, it just like just, it made my throat hurt listening to it. it th- this is not a healthy man. No. No. <laughs> Whoever not. this is. Well, and he seemed fairly mobile when he first man. walked he out. He did. He really know? did. And throughout the performance, he seemed relatively mobile. Yeah. Something with his throat. He's gonna Ooh. not. Oof. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he had like a whole set too. He really did. Yeah, and with they, all the they trash set up cans, a lot. The dancers. They well, were doing a lot. I think too. Maybe it was funny because when they set him. it up with the clue package, obviously you could hear the gravel in his voice, and I'm like, huh, that's that seems pretty he rough. Like he had a little bit of a New York accent. Yeah, but yeah, I was like, that sounds pretty rough. I hope he can sing. Yeah, I was disappointed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I do really like this costume, but we're simply just not going to see it for a long time. Yeah. Alright. Uh, so anyway, Clues. so there was a license plate in the hat that was for California. Uh, the hat also yeah. had like a tin can on it with some fish. I mean yeah. like fisher vest, whatever. Yeah. Um I I just remembered in the preview episode, I guess that this was Sasha Baron Cohen because the Fisher thing and he's married to Isla Fisher, which yeah. is crazy to me. But yeah. um yeah, this is not Sasha Baron Cohen. <laughs> uh no it's not. Unless he's no. just putting on a, a big old a show. Real, a real show. Um, <laughs> which he could. I mean, he could. But yeah. I don't think it's him. So this was a very dramatic clue package. He was all it like, was. He, I have to go through hell for a happy ending. It was like, prison themed. Yeah. So he was in prison. He spoke of reading the book, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, and how he was Quasimodo. He said he wasn't incident. He was. Uh, he said he wasn't innocent. He was actually a monster. But that he promised God if he ever got a second chance, he'd only do good. Visual clues included the book and a stained glass window that showed raccoon killing a snake. Snake, snakes on a plane, Samuel L. Jackson. Next. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I am kidding. I don't know. Um, I mean, stepping on a snake makes me think of, like, the don't tread on me thing, but I also don't really want to get into that, I guess. Well, didn't they guess Ted Cruz? That would kind of make they sense. They did guess Ted Cruz. It's not Ted Cruz, though. No, 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 because they guessed Ted Cruz for uh, Snail. Did they? Yeah, they did. Oh, sure. Um. Anyway, so... Okay, so there was also a thing, I don't know if you want to mention with the costume. That uh, we yes, I would. About yet. I wouldn't mind it. So we talked about this a little bit in our preview episode, but one thing I noticed about the costume that 
I think is probably something, is that the left arm is a different color and pattern than the rest of the shirt. Yeah. The rest of the shirt is like a, a red and black, but the arm is black and white. And just like a different pattern, the left yeah. arm. So I just think, I think that might mean something. I don't know what it could mean, but I think it means something. Yeah, definitely. Well, because, you know, we had um, Thingamajig back in season two. Yeah. Had a whole thing where one of his legs was like a different color and had a tear at the knee to signify a, a knee injury. Yeah, exactly. So I, de- I definitely think that could be, that could mean something for, yeah. for Raccoon. Um, so there are a couple people, I mean, <laughs> a guess that I'm probably going to stick with that immediately when I heard this person just <laughs> grovel again, scream through the night. Uh, I thought it was Gary Busey just yeah. because of his voice. And there are a lot of clues that sort of match up with him. Uh, Gary Busey famously, A, uh, had a huge motorcycle accident. And B, was, you know, has, has been in and out of rehab, uh, almost had a cocaine overdose, and then sort of devoted his life to God. So I think a lot of that sort of matches up with what was being said. I definitely agree. (laughs) Anything else to say about Gary Busey? (laughs) I actually guess Gary Busey is a potential snail guest because snail, Gary, SpongeBob, Gary Busey. Yeah, exactly. And we thought it wasn't going to be someone very mobile. Okay. Um, But yeah, I think that's definitely a good guess. uh, My father actually just, uh, his remember he said he had a lock for this? Okay. Um, was it for Raccoon? It was. Oh. He thinks it's Danny Trejo, which I think is a strong guess Interesting. as well. Interesting. I actually saw that guess in my brief Googling. Yeah. I mean, I think it's I think it's a strong guess because Danny Trejo also is... Um... Oh, wait. Hold on. Who had the donut? I, I said there was a donut at the beginning of one of the clue packages. Who had what? that? I, I don't remember seeing a donut at all. It was very brief. It was very brief. Hold on. Keep, you, you talk for a second. Okay. Well, I mean, my guess for this, it might be Danny Trejo, so never mind. But uh, my guess was Jack, you know, we had thought, okay, maybe someone who wrecked their voice in like a like a hard rock metal kind of band. So yeah. we thought, okay, you know, who was the lead singer for ACDC? Now, obviously, the original lead singer for ACDC is no longer alive, but uh, Brian Johnson was his replacement. Um, he is a British actor, or not actor, wow, British singer, and... He retired because he was losing his hearing. Um, he, I guess, had lost pretty much all of his hearing in his left ear, which is like the left arm, during an auto racing like incident. Um, and you know, at, which you would think it would be from performing and screaming, you know, and being in front of speakers, but it was actually from racing. Um, and then he had to retire because he was starting to lose ear uh, hearing in his right ear as well. Um, so I think that could have something to do with, like, the one side, the sleeve thing with the costume. Um, but I also, I don't know if he was putting on a New York accent. I mean, he's, you know, from the UK. I would assume he probably doesn't have a New York accent. Yeah. And I'm also not quite sure what the California thing could be. So, yeah, I don't know. But that was kind of my guess based on just, yeah, I mean. Yeah. Messed up vocals and also maybe what that one sleeve could mean. Yeah. Um, I think that Danny Trejo is a very good guess, to be honest, um, because Danny Trejo, that it was Raccoon who had the donut at the beginning. Okay. And I pointed that out. I didn't know what it meant. If it is Danny Trejo, it makes a lot of sense because Danny Trejo, Trejo has donut shops out here in L.A. Oh, really? That would make sense. He's from L.A. He's from Echo Park out here. So that would make sense. A lot of the stuff with the 
you know, getting into trouble and having to, you know, come back would also make sense for him just because of, you know, he 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 was in and out of prison and things like that. Sure. Um the the god thing, I I don't see any reference to him crediting like god for his, you know, comeback. However, there was the snake. Diddy Trejo was in Anaconda. Anaconda, you mean the, the movie? that movie, that awful movie hey, that you guys you watch watched? Do you watch it? Anaconda is a great movie. Uh, but yes, that movie. He's also interesting. he also has credited his appearance, suggested that his physical appearance contributed to him getting in trouble, which I feel like kind of Quasimodo type thing. That's fair. Appearance. Okay. So Danny Trejo is a really strong guess. For Thank sure. you, Father. Yeah. <laughs> well, that. I guess the only other thing I wanted to bring up uh, for Gary Busey, I feel kind of bad about this, but I Googled Gary Busey, Hunchback of Notre Dame, and I saw some random blogspot post talking about how, like, just this person thought his face looked like Quasimodo. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. But I wonder, it's like, if that's something he gets a lot, like, that's just something that the haters say. Yeah. <laughs> it could be something that could show up in a clue package for him. Maybe. It's possible. Anyway. But, yeah. All right. So that's Raccoon. One of those people who have ruined their voice. Yeah. Boom. Wow. All right. Our last performer of the night before we get to the person who got out. Yes. So technically second last. But it's Robopine. The artist formerly known as Porcupine. Yeah. (laughs) So. That was interesting. We've never had someone come out and announce that their name is uh, actually Announce a name change. It's, It's powerful. I wonder if, could that be a clue? Someone who's changed their name? Oh, maybe someone who like or has a stage name. Someone who has a stage name. I think that's probably a strong. You know, we're thinking. We're always Big thinking brain. on the mass singer. Big brain. Or on the who was that? The mass singer and dancer podcast. I mean, or even if it was something like, because I don't know. I feel like that. You know, y'all don't know thing that they did with the men in black. I thought that could be that something. gave me kind of like wrestling vibes almost. Okay, sure. Like that, just kind of very performative. I don't know, like telling somebody off, I guess. Yeah, in a sure, way. Sure. Um, so I wonder if even if they weren't a wrestler, someone who is like maybe slightly wrestler adjacent. Maybe. That could be interesting. That's definitely possible. Uh let's talk about this costume, because it's incredible. It's probably yeah. my favorite costume. Yeah. I mean, definitely my favorite on uh this group. Yeah. It's a, yeah, there are some really strong costumes next week, actually, that will that we will see. But yes. Robopine's awesome. Yeah. It's an awesome costume. And let's talk about his song. Never Too Much by Luther Vandross. He killed it. He killed it. He sounded so good. Probably the best voice we had tonight, would you say? I don't know. I think Russian Dolls were my favorite okay. vocal vocally. I think that this, I think that Robopine didn't necessarily sound like someone who's made a career out of singing. Really? But maybe someone who has made a career as an actor and maybe has also sung in something once in a while. Huh. You know, like, who, I, I got more of that vibe. Who do you think that would be? <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, the person, because I know the person you're thinking has also made much of a career out oh. of singing. What? I'm confused. Why? Are you I'll doing get this? to it. Never okay. mind. Okay. okay. Yeah, I, I don't know what Lauren's anyway, talking about. Um, but... Yeah, so I think this could be someone who is, like, a naturally talented singer, um, but maybe doesn't have a bunch of training. Just listening to their vibrato, it didn't sound super steady. Really? To me. I think, I think there's person... someone who has, like, a silky smooth voice, but maybe doesn't do this professionally. Maybe they have had some lessons, but I don't think there's someone who, like... I think this is a terrain train singer. Okay. I really do. 
We're gonna we're gonna do, we're gonna start. I just think a lot. I just thought of something like based on one of my guesses that made me kind of want to lock that in. Okay. Anyway, um, so let's talk about the clue package. Yeah. So Robopine said he might look prickly, but don't be scared. He oh said wait, he had and to... also the the cludal. Porcupine is skilled in not becoming roadkill. Yes. Yes. Uh, he said he had to fend for himself as a child and went on a mission to get on Hollywood's radar. Visual clues included DNA and a George Washington statue. The package had a sci-fi theme to it. He said an angel had said hello and changed everything, and that he was on to his next mission. He said when he has his sights set on something, no one can touch him. He claimed to be 60 years old and said his kids and grandkids told him to hang it up a long time ago, but the panel seemed to doubt that statement was true. Okay. All right, Lauren, you go okay. ahead. So there was a you little statue that looked kind of like George Washington, and you know who is 62 years old, Jackson? Who? Denzel Washington. Okay. Yep. Um, I don't know if he can sing. Yep. But again, that would be someone who would fit the bill of an actor who, you know, potentially could just be a naturally talented singer. Um, I'm about to look up if he actually has grandkids. Sure. Sure. But I just made that name connection and was like, whoa. I, I am Because I think people would confused. definitely be surprised for it to be him. For it to be Denzel, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, you, you keep talking. I, I doubt that this person is 60 just because of the way they moved and the way they sound. It doesn't sound like someone who's that old. I'll be really impressed if it's someone who's 60. But again, I think that especially with celebrities, like 60 is not, it's that, not that old, old compared to some of the people we've seen. But and it I think was more especially the voice. if you have like the resources to stay healthy, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, I I I doubt it, but we'll see. I mean, it would be a weird thing to like lie about, but it's also a weird thing to say. It's a weird thing to be so upfront I agree. about. Yeah. You know, because that narrows it down significantly, especially with someone who I think easily could have been guessed as someone younger. Why yeah. do you reveal that episode one? That's my thing. I don't know. We'll see. I loved Port- uh, Roopine. I thought he was great. I thought he was fantastic. Yeah, I thought, they, I thought he was awesome. Um, I had a couple guesses. Let me see. Uh, so, listen. Listen, everybody. They had a swear jar on the show that said, hey, you guys guess the same people a lot. And one of those people, the person who's been guessed easily the most, is Jamie Foxx. And you know what I'm going to do right now, Lauren? I'm going to guess Jamie Foxx, because I think it's Jamie Foxx. <laughs> he did really sound like him. He sounded a lot like him. A lot of the clues matched up too. However, one thing I will say, Robopine's clues especially were vague. I don't yeah. think there were any like super specific I ones mean, that we could latch onto. I mean, they know he's going to be here for a while, but Which that is was good. also why it was again surprising that he was like, I'm 60 and I've grandkids. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's just tough to know what to think about it because it's like, okay, well, if the contestants can come up there and straight up lie. Then how can you then trust? Then how can we yeah. really trust? I mean, like, I think we just have to kind of trust that the clue packages are at least true, but... It just seems weird that they'd be able to say something that's a straight up lie. Yeah, you for know. Sure. So I don't know. Yeah, talk about who you. I guess you already talked about Denzel. I already kind of talked about it. Um, I also wanted to bring up. I, I don't remember if I guessed him for this person in our um preview episode, but potentially like a Lionel Richie. He is seventy one, so definitely older. Yeah. Um. Than, I think than uh, Nicole guessed Lionel Richie. Someone guessed Lionel Richie. Yeah. Um. And also Samuel L. Jackson, sixty eight. He seems pretty uh, spry still. Yeah, I just don't think he has that good of a voice. I don't voice. think he has that good of a voice. <laughs> One person who I thought 
when they first stepped out, the vibe gave me Terry Crews vibes. I could see that. But, Just like, uh, at least like someone who's like played a fighter for sure. Yeah. Like this person feels big. Yeah. I don't know how big they are because I'm sure there's a lot of padding on the costume, but they feel pretty bulky. Yeah. At least tall-ish. So I, I could see Terry Crews. Yeah. All right. Shall uh, we? And then also just on, on the vein of the Washington thing as well, you know, we had Chris Jackson, Chris Jackson last season, correct, for Serpent. Um, so that's another thing that could be the case here. Yes. All right. Because he played George Washington in Hamilton. I guess yes, I didn't say that. And I love him. <laughs> Me too. So. Okay. Let's go to our last contestant. So once again, we talked, we kind of fooled you all a bit. We said, oh, Snail's coming. You know, he's just waiting. We waited. We saved Snail for last because he got out. That's why we did it. We do yeah. that on I the show. I guess if you're new, yeah, that's our, that's kind of something we do. We, we do that. So we fooled you all. Sorry about that. However, we're back <laughs> to our regularly scheduled programming. So Snail. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's talk. Let's, you know, let's talk about their performance. Uh, yeah. And then go from there. So Snail sang You Make My Dreams Come True by Hollow Notes. Cloodle Doo's clue was the snail is a natural treasure. Kind of like a national national treasure, which yeah, we the contestant like, was. Cage. <laughs> Go, yes, yeah, yeah. I God, I hoped. Talk about Snail's performance, Lauren. Well, I thought it was fine. I think Snail definitely did not deserve to get out tonight, considering um, the abomination that was Raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> the trash panda that was Raccoon. Correct. Um, but you know, so I was like, okay, Snail's got to be somebody really big, and based on the voice, you know, Blake immediately was like, oh, this is Doctor Phil, and both Blake and I have been in the audience for Doctor Phil and yes. have seen him speak in person for long periods of time. Yeah, and it was interesting because there was the Doctor Drew. He clues. had that kind of twang. Yeah, there yeah. was Doctor Drew. So we thought uh, Doctor to Doctor. Yeah. Um, and you know, just someone who was like host, producer, director, all that kind of stuff. Like he yeah. sort of filled all those roles, has that kind of twang. And we were like, okay, you know, has met a lot of celebrities and worked with a lot of celebrities. We were like, yeah. gotta be Dr. Phil. And especially yeah. because he has a show like every day. Yeah. We're like, okay, this person probably we're like, needs it to makes get sense out. that they probably need to get out, you know, maybe yeah. before their time. However, maybe we should have taken more into account the fact that this was like a very unique costume in the fact that it was clearly someone either in a wheelchair or, or sitting down sitting down which now that i think about it would it be distasteful to put someone in a wheelchair who doesn't use a wheelchair well not that he uses a wheelchair i think this was a remote control costume with a wooden platform with well, someone sitting in a chair yeah you know so yeah. like but i mean I could see Dr. Phil. He is older, and yes, he does still walk, but I mean, Robin walks him out of every show. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, he's he's not spry, you yeah. know? Like, he can walk, but yeah. I think he might have... Maybe he... I could see him preferring to sit. Sure. I think hindsight's twenty twenty with this one. <laughs> like... I agree. If we would have known this was possible. Uh, so yes. let's talk about the clues. Wait, we talked about the clues, I guess. Right? Uh, or, no, we didn't. We we vaguely did. There were also lots of meatballs. There that were, were lots of meatballs. Uh, there was a clipboard that said he's acted, directed, produced, recorded albums, and even graced an Oscar stage. Visual clues included a UFO, a large teddy bear, a sign the that eagle, said Dr. Drew, a so. cam, a treasure chest, meatballs, Dr. Drew, eco costume, late night theme for the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, Lauren, you could. I'll drum roll you in, and then you can say who it is. Okay. 
Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> it was Kermit the Frog. I have never been so angry at a Mass Singer episode, and, and that's saying something. And I liked it. <laughs> I'll just say that. I'm not going to say Lauren is unfounded in, in, in what I she thinks. I just think, you know, they like the judges, and I mean, we literally said this sitting on the couch. We were like, oh, that's funny. He's kind of doing almost like a Kermit the Frog voice. We did. We, we mentioned. We never we would like, have guessed Kermit the Frog because he's not a celebrity. He's not a person. Hey, like, he is a character off, invented it. by Jim Henson, who first is not off, even alive it. anymore. And watch this is it. definitely not even the actor who has voiced Kermit the Frog. Definitely not in the original Muppet movies. And probably not even the new ones. Yeah, yeah. He, like, honestly didn't even really sound like Kermit the Frog, TBH. Sure. I'm just so angry. Because it's just like, if we can let Kermit the Frog be contestant on The Masked Singer, then, like, what's next? Are we going to have Minnie Mouse? Are we going to have Winnie the Pooh? Like, are, I don't know, Tom and Jerry were credited as themselves in the new Tom and Jerry movie. Are we going to have Jerry up here? You know, like, where where does it end if we're going to open up that can of worms? So I think there are a a couple of things. If you don't mind, I'm going to make an argument sort of opposite what you're saying of why I didn't mind it. Is that all right? That's fine. Okay. So I think I think I, I don't mind this for a couple of reasons. Number one, I don't expect this to be a traditional thing. I don't expect it to be consistent. I think it's certainly going to be the only contestant like this on this season. Maybe the only con- t- contestant like this ever. But I just feel like if people don't straight up say now that they think it's stupid, then they're going to probably do it. Maybe not even next season, but the season after. Like, I, they, I think they opened up that possibility now, and I hate that they now have an open door to keep doing it. I, I think it's a little bit of a unique situation because I don't think while, – while I hear one of our arguments for people who liked it was that – Kermit is credited as himself in the Muppets movies. Like Yes, but I bet I can but, say the same about, I don't know, Elmo. Elmo's appeared with lots of celebrities who make guest appearances so, on Sesame Street. So correct. And I don't want to see Elmo on The Masked Singer! So correct. Elmo is different. However, with a lot of other fictional characters, like you mentioned Tom and Jerry, that's not really a possibility because they're animated. Like, because Kermit has a physical being, I think it's a little bit different. So maybe we open it up for Muppets and Sesame Street characters. <laughs> However, not saying that we should. I think it's a little bit creative because if I had to guess, I don't know their motives. If I had to guess, the season was probably tougher to find celebrities for because of schedules and also because of COVID. So I kind of like the idea of using one of their contestant slots, something unique. Once again, like Lauren said, it probably... Like, you know, they might have just found a Kermit impersonator, which is like, which I'm a little bit okay with because it added something new. It was the first episode of the season. We didn't have a huge buildup to, oh my gosh, who is it? And it turned out to be Kermit. I would have been a little disappointed at that. I'm fine. We got it out of the way. It was a little gimmick on the first episode. Now we still have 14 other contestants to guess. I... I didn't mind it. I just think this is such a cop-out. I would have rather seen like some C-list celebrity that I didn't really know than Kermit the Frog. uh, See, I would not. Because when when that celebrity was unmasked and I saw them, I would be like, I guess that's fine. Whatever. That's cool. But I wouldn't have been angry. Yeah, well, I I guess it's different because I wasn't angry to begin with. So, (laughs) I would... See, I feel like I would rather be angry or elated than indifferent. 
I disagree. Well, there you go. Yeah, I'm. And no, that's I'm why really we're co-hosts. Mad. I'm that's really why we're mad. co-hosts, Lauren. Because I we just have think. Different okay, so I mentioned this to Jackson earlier. So I don't know if you guys are familiar. Um, I don't remember her name, but she there's like this big like influencer on Instagram who is not a real person. She's an AI, uh, and she was just like created by a bunch of people. We don't really know like the specifics of who's behind it, whatever. But yeah, she's an influencer. She literally is like represented by CAA. You know, she's she's a big deal. She's released music. We don't know who does the voice for her, stuff like that. So at this point, she's about as much of a real celebrity as Kermit. Well, okay. Like, I, I understand less famous. I just mean in terms of how real... Kermit has more clout. How real those two entities are, sure. you know? But at the same time, it's like, well, she's not a real person. She's actually created and, you know, her content is produced by a lot of different people like a whole team of people. So I just think that like, I think part of the fun of the mass Singer is guessing the contestants. And if we're having to open it up to Muppets and potentially AI influencers or, you know, Sesame street characters, I'm kind of not on board for that. Like I'm, I'm really mad about that because you know, we even mentioned, okay, this person sounds like Kermit, but of course we never would have guessed Kermit because Kermit is not a person. Yeah. That's all. Well, and w- once again, I think I'm more okay with it because we only had to see them for one episode and then they're off. And I I truly... Now, we can have this conversation later if this becomes a more consistent thing. I don't think it's going to be a consistent thing. So for a one-off thing, I'm like, oh, cool. You surprised me a little bit. Because I don't... One thing I don't like is like what we had on The Masked Dancer where you could guess everybody week one. I agree. I don't like that. And so the fact but that I, like I was surprised... But I like being able to figure out the clues. And there was no way for us to figure out these clues because we did not think that Kermit was in the realm of guesses. Sure. I guess I guess for me, it's not as like, you know, it, it was we had one shot to guess if we didn't whatever, you know, because they were going out. Like, I, yeah. I think, I think we just have different perspectives on it and that's fine. Yeah. Once again, I don't think we're going to have to have this conversation again because I don't think it's really going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I really hope it doesn't happen. I just know, like, they did a duo for the la- the first time last season. They brought it back this season. I hope they're not testing the waters on this to do it again on season seven. See, I don't think it's I don't think it's interesting enough to do it again, personally. Like, I think once it's like, oh, that's fun. You do it a second time, it's like, all right, guys, this is getting old. You know, I think duos is interesting because it's still it still I has mean, yeah, that it's factor. Still, it's still it's still people, people and yeah. So like I, I I don't think we're gonna have to worry about this conversation again. But it was good fodder for episode one. A lot to talk about. Hmm. All right. Well, good. I'll see you next week. Uh, Welcome. Hopefully, to if Kermit. I don't decide to quit the mass singer by then. Listen, and- I'll <laughs> I'll carry on this podcast solo. If you see if you see an application online for co-host of Who Is That <laughs> Podcast, <laughs> please submit. I'm lonely. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, overall, I know you didn't like it. I really liked episode one. I thought it was a fun way to start off the season. I, I like it was a great episode until the reveal. I like how this ep- uh, season is structured. There's going to be a lot of surprises, yeah. a lot of fun things, and I, I'm just excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Especially like that whole circus thing at the beginning got me really excited. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think, you know, Nisi Nash is going to be great. Um, I, I don't know how many episodes she's sticking around, but I'm either. really excited for that. Yeah. And the wild cards are going to be fun, too. And exactly. I forgot to place my bets on Fox, Fox, Fox Bet Super 6 this week. Yes. But I will definitely be doing it next week because I would yes. like to win some money. Correct. Me, too. Uh, way too early predictions for who's going to who's gonna win. Who's going to take it all? Yeah. 
My favorite's Russian Dolls, man. Robopine. Robopine. I'm a Robopine I think Robopine's great, too. I just love that costume. I just want to see the it costume as, is so as long good. as I can. Yeah, and I think especially he definitely has more mobility. Could be different if he actually is in his 60s, but definitely sure. has more mobility, than, more mobility than the Russian Dolls. Yeah. Um. So that could make the difference. For sure. I agree. Okay. All right. I think that's going to do it for us. Please join us again next week where we talk about Goopy. We'll have whole Boom. new contestants, whole new opinions, whole new hot takes. Yeah, and if they reveal Miss Piggy, I might really quit. <laughs> we'll see. Okay, okay. I'll allow it one more time if it's Miss Piggy because they're a couple, you know? <laughs> a little competitive fire. Unforgivable. Between All right. If it's if Phoenix is Miss Piggy, <laughs> a competitive fire. That's not bad. That is not I bad. I will quit. All righty, folks. We'll see you next week, no matter what, on Who With that? The Masked Singer and Singer Podcast. Podcast.